Awesome. So, this morning, very quickly, uh, I, I want to kick off a new series. I can, I can see over there, there's a, there's a laughing emoji that's not being used. Someone needs to get on that. Someone needs to get on that laughing emoji, hopefully online. You guys, you guys are like hitting that, that emoji button. We all, we all know that could be... Um, Speed's not always my, my gifting, but here we go. Our new series this morning, we are, we are calling this kind of next few weeks, uh, we're calling it The Gift, right? It's Christmas season. Who's pumped about Christmas? I'm so pumped about Christmas. We've had our Christmas tree up since October. I'm just, just going to let you know, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, truth be told, we had to film uh, our, the, the, the Victory Christmas at home uh, early enough because Chris is away and we wanted to have that all prepared for you for the Christmas weekend so you could show family. Uh, it's going to be, it, honestly, I think it's an awesome one um, and I believe there's, a, there's such a great message for you to show anybody at any stage of their walk with Jesus on Christmas. You can show them this. It's not going to be too confronting, uh, but it's going to be a great open door for conversation. Uh, so that's, we had to film that and I'm like, we're not taking the tree back down. It's not going to happen. So it's been up since October. And um, we've been Christmas shopping, which has been fantastic. I've Christmas shopped online more than ever this season. So um, I have had to hold on to all the receipts in case Rach needs to take it all back again. Um, I'm, not, I'm not always the best choice, but there we go. Let's pray. Is that all right? Can we pray before we get into the word? That would be fantastic. Father, I'm so thankful that you are so faithful. You never, ever leave us. You never, ever forsake us. You don't abandon us. You don't let us down. You are always with us. And I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is powerful, that it is something that gives us life, but it is also something that corrects us and points us in the right direction. And Lord, I pray this morning that your word would go out and I'm thankful that it will not return void. In Jesus' name. Come on, if you're ready, why don't you say amen? Amen. 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 I don't know about you, if you're a parent, I'm positive you are going to be able to connect with this story that I'm about to tell you, but... Over the last little while, particularly in lockdown, I have found myself uh, saying to God often, um, God, I need more patience. <laughs> Don't know if you can relate. Uh, a particular time where this occurs for me is right, like, like right at the end of the bedtime routine. I don't know if you have bedtime routine in your house, if you're a routine family. Uh, if you're not, uh, I think you're crazy uh, because I don't know how to parent without routine. You might do an exceptional job. It might work for you, but I am so into routine. If my kids get out of routine by like an inch, I'm stressing because I don't know how to parent without routine, right? And, and, and our bedtime routine is like, it's slick. It is like... It is like showers, it is like out of the shower, it is teeth, sometimes there's teeth in the shower if we're running late, uh, but it is like shower, like clean yourself, clean your teeth, get in your pyjamas, books, bed, prayers, music, song, right? Like that's, that's the routine. I got it down pat, 
and um, it's, it's fantastic. But I find that no matter how efficiently I complete the routine, without fail, the moment I think we're done is the moment my kids decide we're not done. Right, like the bedtime routine is more about me winding down from parenting all day as it is much about the kids getting ready to go to sleep. Can anyone agree with that? Right, like I'm the one looking at the finish line going, if I can just get the pyjamas on and the book read, then I get to put my feet up. And so I am, I am, I am hanging on to getting to the finish line. Maybe all of you have a way bigger capacity with me, uh, and that's, that's, that's great. Love you. But I am often in lockdown in particular, I was like, I, I have got to get these kids, we've got to get these kids to bed, babe. Like that's, that's like our conversation from like 7 until like 7.30. Like we've got to get these kids to bed. Like if these kids don't get to bed, like sun's going to... And see, you do know. And I have found that my son, who is a clone of me in many ways, uh, and, and thinks as deeply as I do about this world, will wait until I have strategically read the story in the soft, you know, settling voice trying to emulate the, the dulcet tones of, of Barry White. You know, like I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to soften them, like wind down with my voice. And, and, then, and then we put the, 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 the no words worship music on, instrumental, that's what I was looking for. We put the instrumental worship music on in their bedroom, trying to like, you know, set the peaceful, like, Holy Spirit, please bring your peace into this bedroom in Jesus' name. And, 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 and we're doing prayers and I'm drawing that thing out, hoping that the longer I pray, the more settled they will get, right? I'm hoping that in some world somewhere, my kids will fall asleep as I'm praying for, it never happens, but you can believe with me for it. Maybe you can write it down on, 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 on your, your, your miracle card, next vision season, and believe with that for me. That would be great. On that, actually, we, we, we're starting to hear some great testimonies of, of, of what people have written down on that card. We're starting to see some amazing things happen in people's lives, and another time when I have more time, I will tell you about it. But um, if, 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 if you are seeing some answers to prayer, please let us know. We want to celebrate that. But, um, you know, we're getting to the end of the bedtime, and, and I'm like, yep, and, and because my kids are hyper-competitive, we, we, we've had to go, right, one of you makes the decision about songs one night and the next one the next night because otherwise it's chaos. It's like a riot ensues. And, and so it's like, okay, well, I'm praying and, and I'm getting to the, and I'm like, okay, and daddy loves you and Jesus' name and I love you both. And I'm about, I'm about to close the door, right? Like I have got it to the point where it's so settled and I'm like, this is gold. They're about to go to sleep. And just as the door closes, it's like, daddy, daddy, from both of them, both of them suddenly sitting up in bed. Dad, dad. I'm like, what? <laughs> what could possibly be going through your minds? For that whole 30 minutes of quietening, strategically outworked, settling, that you now need to ask, fully awake. And Addison will be like, Dad, did eternity stop when Jesus died? I'm like, what? What? Like, oh, Jesus, I need patience. Because like, because like now, now like my expected settling down time is extended by like 20 minutes of trying to somehow navigate my son's capacity to think about things like that. And Evie's just like, yeah, yeah, Dad, whatever Addy asked, what about that? Like, ah. Oh. And even on the even on the good nights, right? Like they they get to sleep, and 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 well, we think they're to sleep. 
We think they're asleep enough that we've actually put our feet up, which is sometimes worse, right? Who knows that's worse? Because you've started your binge show, then you, you've begun to get invested in the TV, and then, and then you hear, because kids think they can whisper, and kids think they can tiptoe, but they can't. And, and so, and so you, you, you hear them come out of the bedroom, and you're like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, like, this is my time. What, what are you doing? Dad, I gotta go to the toilet. And it's like, they've been in there half an hour and you're like, have, have you been up this whole time? No, which is definitely a lie because you know they've, you know they've been up. And Addison comes in and is like, I need to do a poo. <laughs> and I mean, I can't go into the details, right? Because this, is me, this, is, this will go on YouTube. But my son, for some reason, takes an inordinate amount of time. Like 15 minutes is short. I don't know what he does. The door gets locked. He's locked the door since he was like three, right? He couldn't unlock it, so we had to like break in every time. But locks the door. And honestly, we will reinvest in the TV show before he comes out. It, it, it's that long. The amount of times I have found myself being like, dear Jesus, I need so much more patience, God, with my kids. I don't know if you can relate. I don't know. I'm like, God, give me patience. Help me, Jesus. Like, and I just, it dawns on me the other day, and, and I, don't know, I don't know if it's dawned on you, but maybe that's the wrong question. Yeah, uh, yeah right, I, that, that, that tone there, that was grandparent tone. Everyone that agreed with me right there. That was grandparent tone, right? There was no, fam, no, no, no parents in that. That was all like, yes. <laughs> all like the... The, the, the sage section of our congregation. But you know, it's interesting, right? Like if that's the wrong question, what's, what's the right question? If asking for more patience is, is the wrong question, what's the right question? Like for all of us parents that are dying under the weight of trying to raise kids and not lose it with them day in and day out, what's the right question? And we get some insight if we go into Scripture. We get some insight into this. There's a couple of Scriptures I want to quickly go to, and I think um, our, our amazing AV team has them ready to go. I want to start with Galatians 5.22, and I, want to, yeah, I hope as we go through this that the light bulb is going to go on as we start to go. But Galatians 5.22, it says this. It says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Right? Then, then, right, because we all know that if we grew up in Sunday school, good Sunday school kids, that's the fruit of the Spirit, right? And our Sunday school, our, our kids' ministry, they teach our kids that fruit of the Spirit. Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13, 4, it says this. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. And I began to think about this, and I was like, you know, nowhere in there does it talk about like, like me being patient. Did you pick it up? Galatians says the, the fruit of my hard work, my, like my striving, my, 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 I have, I have so refined myself, uh, I have got so much uh, inner determination for patience that I'm not. 1 John 4 7 and 8. Did I put that one in there? 1 John 4, 1 John 4, 7 and 8 says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes 
from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and, and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And then 1 John 4, 16, it says, it says this, we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them. So here's my conclusion to what is the right question because the truth is, we all need patience. We all need kindness. We all need joy, right? Like it's, some of us get certain aspects pretty naturally, but for the most of us, there are elements of that that we're all like, I need more of that. But the truth is we don't need more of that because if that is the fruit of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is God and God is love and love is those things, if we, if we read all of those scriptures and unpack what they are saying together, what our question really should be is not, God, give me more patience. Our question should be, God, Give me more you. Give me more you. Because if we are struggling with patience, if we are struggling with kindness, if we are struggling with joy, if we are struggling with peace, Scripture tells us what we're really struggling with is love. What Scripture tells us is what we're struggling with is love. And we don't like that because we're like, well, no, I'm loving. Well, you are loving, but God is love. And you love because the God in you, He gives you the capacity to love in a way that is far beyond what we as humankind define as love, right? Like, don't, don't tell me, oh, we can love in some way. Yeah, we can. But the love that enables us to be patient and kind all of the time, consistently in every season, in and out of whether we feel like it or not, that is a love that comes only from God. And that if we are strong, struggling in those spaces, what we need is not for God to give us more patience. What we need is to have more of an encounter with Jesus Christ. What we need is actually some more of His Holy Spirit. And so often we are stuck in a space where we are like, God, I need this. And yet we will not put ourselves in a place where we are willing to say, God, I need you. God, I need you. I need your spirit. We are so determined to be self-sufficient in our human existence that we don't allow ourselves to be honest enough with our God that we might just need him. When did we equate success in the kingdom to self-sufficiency? Because if, if that's where we live, we have, we have discarded the essence of the gospel, which is that God saved us when we could not save ourselves. That when we are weak, He is strong. That actually we cannot do the things and the life and the, and the, and the, the, the expression of the kingdom of God that He had. We, we, we can't do it. And yet we get stuck in a system of thinking in which we believe we can and actually that if, if we, we, we think that if we can do it on our own, that that is both maturity and success. And I'm telling you, both of those things are false perceptions and will move you in a position of striving and straining for what God has given you as a gift. And here we go, I'm going to land the plane and this is going to be the quickest message I've ever preached. <laughs> there are three times in the book of Acts, three times in the book of Acts where it is clearly 
expressed that the Holy Spirit is a gift. I'm going to pick one. And I haven't given the AV guys this scripture, so you're just going to have to trust me on this. But it's Acts 2, 38. Acts 2, 38. It says this. It says, Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You've got to understand something. Like, we, in that moment, and for many of us, we've, we've, we've done that, and, and nine people did that yesterday, which is unbelievable, right? Like, that is so good. Nine people were like, I need Jesus in my life, and I'm giving my life to Him, and I'm asking Him, and I'm receiving His forgiveness. And nine people went from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light yesterday. And I'm going to keep saying that until you get happy about the fact some people just got saved. But it says in that moment, we receive the Holy Spirit. We don't receive a bit of the Spirit. Okay, we gotta gotta stop thinking that, well, maybe I need more of the Spirit because I only received a little bit. No, Scripture tells us you receive the fullness of the Spirit. You got it all. You You got every aspect. Scripture also tells us you have received everything you need to live with godliness. So don't, don't think that you missed a bit. You didn't miss a bit, you just leak. That's the best way I can describe it, right? Like you might have a better theological term. You, you, can, you can call up our emeritus pastor, Pastor Keith, later, and you can have a theological conversation about what does he mean by I leak? Let me tell you what it means by I leak. I pray in the morning. My God, fill me with your spirit. I need to be filled afresh. I come out of that prayer time. I'm the best human being on the planet, right? But I go through the day and my dysfunction, it's like holes in my soul. And we've all got them. Don't pretend. Spirit will give me a word of knowledge. I'll call yours out. (laughs) We have all got issues in this place, right? And the Spirit of God just leaks out of us. Sometimes it leaks out of us because we do good. In a minute, we're going to impart. We're going to be praying for people. I tell you, after that, I'm going to be like the Spirit of God. It's like I've been giving it out. I need to go back and get filled again. So I I didn't miss bits. I just leak. And some of us, we just, we just get so empty. And what comes out of us when we're empty is like, it's like the remnants of who we used to be. You know, we find all those thoughts coming back that we're like, oh, I haven't dealt with those thoughts in ages. It's like where your well is empty and all the rubbish that's stirring around at the bottom is coming out. And so we, we go to that space, we're trying, and we're, oh, I've got to work harder. I've got to work harder at myself. Rachel and I have this funny joke with each other. We like, just be better. Just be better. Right? Because it's like it's like the opposite of the gospel. Right? Because it's the gospel is the opposite of a works-based betterment. Don't be better. Surrender. Don't don't try don't like try to get more like I can do this. I can force more patience out of me. I'm sorry, but you, you can't. Maybe for a minute. But if you want a sustainable source of patience and kindness and love and joy, you need the Spirit of God. You need the Holy Spirit. 
And I don't know how long it's been for some people this morning, but Acts 2.38 says we need to repent. You know what repent means? It means you realize in your mind, that's why it starts with revelation. It's revelation because you've got to see it. And then when you see it, you go, oh, wow, I've been doing it the wrong way. And we go, and we change our mind. We're like, I, I thought, I thought it was like this. And God, Spirit of God reveals to us that it's not like that. And you go, I'm going to agree with that and change how I think. And there is an opportunity right now. Like we think repentance is like, oh, I've got to tell everyone all of the stuff I've done wrong. Repentance, first and foremost, it's like it's realizing that we've been, we've been, we've been operating out of a wrong mindset and that's been causing wrong behavior. And some of us this morning, we need to repent because we've been trying in our own strength to get what we need. We have been so striving and trying for things like patience and peace. And actually to think that that's how we get it is a wrong mindset. And some of us simply need to come this morning and we're gonna, we're gonna open up the altar this morning. You need to come to Jesus and be like, actually, I repent. I repent of trying to get all of this on my own. And I would like to just surrender God. And then our pastoral team, we're gonna come, we're gonna pray for you and we are gonna pray for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We are gonna pray for an impartation of the greatest gift post the cross that God has ever given humanity. His Holy Spirit. And in this moment, I wanna tell you, you don't need to strive. You don't need to try to receive it. Just receive it. It's a gift. Stop trying to get the Spirit and just receive it. <laughs> just re- 